0: This is AutoLine Daily, the show dedicated to enthusiasts of the global automotive industry. The high cost of manufacturing EVs, testless price war, and a weakening of economic conditions are forcing legacy automakers to start taking drastic actions. Let's start with Ford. It's backing away from its EV partnership with Volkswagen. In fact, it looks like Ford is going to shrink its footprint in Europe altogether. In 2020, Ford and VW announced a partnership to make several electric models using VW's MEB platform, as well as develop autonomous vehicles with Argo AI. But last October, they both gave up on Argo. And now Ford says that its next generation of EVs will switch from VW's MEB platform to its own. And we've seen this happen before. In 2019, Ford and Rivian were going to jointly develop an electric truck, but Ford backed out when it believed it could develop a better platform on its own. Another factor in Ford's thinking may be that electric cars wearing the VW logo haven't exactly set the market on fire, especially in China. And over the weekend, VW removed its head of design, Joseph Caban, and replaced him with Andreas Mint, the chief designer from Bentley. And since Ford's EV platforms are developed in the U.S., It's going to slash its product development work in Europe, mainly in Cologne, Germany. Reuters reports it will cut 3,200 jobs, mostly in product development, which will probably save the company anywhere from $400 to $500 million a year. But Germany's powerful union, IG Metall, promises it will take actions that will seriously impact Ford throughout Europe if it actually axes those jobs. But union threats or not, legacy automakers will have to figure out how to slash costs if they hope to be profitable with electric vehicles. And Honda is creating a whole new division to only develop BEVs, including cars, motorcycles, and power products. Honda is also consolidating its operations from six regions in the world to only three, North America, China, and everything else, including Japan. It's also carving its strategy group out of its administrative operations to move faster on its strategic plans. Just like Ford split off its EV operations called Model E and Renault split off its EV ops under Ampere, legacy automakers are starting to face up to the fact that the old way of doing business isn't going to work anymore. Want to know what drives your testing? OTA, Connected Car, Diagnostics, Remote Testing, Intrepid Control Systems is here to help you work from anywhere. Intrepid Control Systems, driven by your data. A lot of you complained in the comments section yesterday that Aptera is not offering DC fast charging. Well, it looks like they heard your complaints. Due to overwhelming criticism, that its three-wheeled solar EV would not have DC fast charging capability, Aptera quickly reversed course and said yes, it will have it. For a refresher on the timeline, it said no DCFC on Friday the 20th, and yes to DCFC just a few days later. Aptera says it had been working on the capability for over a year, but paused the program because it didn't have approval for the Tesla plug yet. So with all the feedback it got, it's starting the program back up again. However, its fast charging capability is on the low end. Aptera says it will for sure be able to charge at 40 kilowatts and hopes to go as high as 60 kilowatts. It's also working on a future 100 kilowatt version, but says that requires an upgrade to the power electronics, which adds weight and cost. Aptera does not give any charge times for using a DC fast charger. Remember how we told you Renault was going to refurbish used cars and sell them? Well, now it's taking that effort global. This year it will start selling second-hand vehicles from a range of brands around the world under the name Renew. Not only does this include gas and diesel vehicles, but also refurbished and certified hybrids and electrics. Renew says it wants to become the leader in used EV sales. Demand for used vehicles is up, and so are prices, so it could be a good source of revenue. We think Nissan is probably working on a midsize electric pickup. Its chairman of the company's advisory board, Tyler Slade, told Automotive News, quote, it's logical to bring an electric version, and he's talking of the frontier. He added that dealers are asking for one and that EV pickups offer lower cost of ownership compared to ICE. And you don't typically hear an executive making comments like that unless something is already in the works and you better bet Nissan is not the only one. GM, Ford, Stellantis are all likely eyeing the mid-size EV truck segment and companies like Radar which is part of Geely could have early mover success with its RD6 that has roughly 250 to 400 miles of range on the Chinese cycle and starts at under 25 grand. And Chinese brands will probably grab 70% of the Russian car market unless things change, says Russia's Auto Dealer Association. And it hopes to turn that around with a strategy that includes updating an old V8 engine and onshoring materials and components that were cut off after Russia's invasion of Ukraine. And when we say old, we mean old. That V8 engine came out in 1963 and only developed a maximum of 138 horsepower. Today we have four-cylinder engines with half the displacement that produce more power. And that Russian V8 will likely be used in a local car with up to 80% domestic content but it won't be out until 2025 at the earliest. At Schaeffler, we pioneer motion. Electrifying mobility. Manufacturing smarter. Reducing CO2 emissions. Making energy production clean. Schaeffler pioneers motion to advance how the world moves. Affordability is a big issue with electric vehicles, so Lightyear, the startup developing solar powered electric vehicles, is suspending production of the 250,000 euro Lightyear Zero to shift its focus to the more affordable 40,000 euro Lightyear 2. Production of the Zero kicked off last year, but only at a rate of one per week. And Lightyear says it received more than 40,000 orders for the Lightyear 2 from individual customers in addition to the 20000 it had from fleet owners. California is a huge market for electric vehicles, and last year the state accounted for 40% of all the zero-emission vehicles sold in the U.S. According to California's Energy Commission, 346,000 ZEVs were sold in the state in 2022, which is about 19% of all vehicles. The Tesla Model 3 and Y were the best selling zero emission models, with 95,000 and 94,000 sold respectively. Automakers spend a fortune building prototypes when they're developing new cars and trucks. They have to smash, bash, and crash them to make sure they meet their design specs. But what if you could get rid of prototypes through simulation? That's going to be the topic on AutoLine After Hours this Thursday with Michael Hoffman from VI Grade, which has some of the coolest driving simulators in the world. Their goal is zero prototypes. So, can it be done? Tune in this Thursday when the show gets going live at 3 p.m. Eastern Time. And that's a wrap for today's show. Thanks for tuning in.